Thank you for listening to the Couch Buckets crew, recorded on Anchor. Hey, I was just thinking the other day, you know what's cool? (laughs) You are. You know what else is cool? The Couch Buckets crew. You know what would be really, really cool? If the Couch Buckets crew can keep doing awesome stuff for you. But the only way we can do that is if we get sponsored. So like, share, tell everybody about this podcast and we can put a sponsor right here instead of this really, really weak commercial that I'm doing. Because, you know, that's not cool. This episode was recorded Sunday, October 3rd, and is part one of a six-part series. Part one through three is all sports with different members of the crew. Part three through six, we get a little personal as a group and talk about weed and vaccine and sports. Stay tuned. Hey, what's good, what's good? (laughs) The man of Desto Dean himself. You know? <laughs> good, morning, good morning, sir. What's going on? Grand morning, man. Uh, nothing much. Just getting off work, you know what I'm saying? Going over some sports stuff. Waiting for, you know, everybody who's going to join to join. But, uh, shoot, we can go take it started with just us. Nice, 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 nice. What's on the menu for today so far? What have you been thinking? I mean, I've been uh, just watching ESPN and uh, just scrolling through some stuff. And I... I mean, right now, the big story just seems like this Bucks-Patriots uh, game, man. <laughs> yeah. um, football aside, on a legendary scale, think about that. Let's let's put Michael Jordan back in the league mm-hmm. in, like, 99. Mm-hmm. He just six rings with his boy, Phil. Right. Then ups, ups and joins, you name it, Ali. <laughs> you name it. <laughs> The Pelicans. Right. <laughs> or the Charlotte Hornets right before they leave Charlotte. Oh, God. Like, right. Like, bet we win a ring. Mind you, possibly even beating Phil on the, in the in the way of the process of winning another ring right. without him. Right. You know, I think, and I think um, one of the biggest takes from la- the last dance was the fact that he said it straight up. I'm not going to play for no one that's not Phil. You know what I mean? Clearly, Tom Brady did not share the same energy as the great Michael Jordan. <laughs> nah, he didn't have that connection, man. There were no smoke sessions. No, definitely, definitely. Competitive <laughs> spirit, I respect that, man. You got to respect that, man. Come on. He, this is a guy who said he could play until he's 50. You got to take it for what it is. Like, when a, when a, when a, when a vet and or, you know, you know, athlete says that you just be like, you know, shrug it off. But this yeah. is the one case where you can be like, "Yo, this man could really play until he's 50. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love, crazy. I love his confidence because I hate when players are like, like, like low key confident. <laughs> yeah, I want to bust this dude's. Ass. I'm not really gonna say that. I'm gonna try to. Nah, man, you an athlete, man. Be an athlete. <laughs> yeah, athlete. And I think people forget that, you know, terms like athlete and competitor sometimes coincide with each other. Right. And it, it gets lost in the minutia of money, endorsements, things like that. You know, but who am I? I ain't got that type of money. I, I, I'm just out here to be. <laughs> um, but aside from that, um, that Bucks patriots game, which I believe is 8 o'clock tonight, um, that's going to be on 
NBC, to my understanding. Yes, what else you? Uh, what else are you seeing? What else are you seeing? I mean, there? you just said money, and I, I'm looking at this Bradley Beal extension. So, <laughs> so like, mm-hmm. Bradley Beal is up for a four year extension for 181 million dollars. Mm, hasn't reached hasn't reached that 200 mark yet, but I like it. Good figures, good figures. And see, we will next year. So that's why you know they're saying, "Oh, is he going to sign his extension?" Obviously not now, because do you know what it would be if he waits till next year to sign the same piece of paperwork? Exactly, exactly. And at that, forty-two million dollars. Come on, will make a quarter of a billion dollars playing basketball. Um, let me let me ask you specifically um now that we're talking this kind of talk um to say um do you feel like someone else can probably express a little bit more interest in him and offer him some good money behind it outside of the wizards because as we know in this world the team that you can you know return back with is probably going to be able to pay you the most but do you think he can probably do you see another team probably coming out with the bag and 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 trying to show up the wizards well as far as the bag no team is going to be able to match that bag every other team yeah. can only offer him 179 mil for an extension or a new deal so the only way touching that 240 or that 200 marker is to stay with the wizards now if he wants to win i mean we can go off and rattle off a bunch of teams but as far as yeah the, yeah you got to get that bag in dc Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I agree. I agree. And quite frankly, um, I'm all about the bag. I understand a lot of these guys do want to win, but uh, the bag comes first, sir. The bag comes first. True true New Yorker. True Mellow fan. (laughs) Oh, man. I love it. I love it. Um, I believe there are a couple people also up for uh, bags who haven't already received um, um, some. I believe... um, People like James Harden, mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving are mm-hmm. also up for bags as well. Yeah. Uh, keep in mind, I feel like these are uh, guys who can get the bag in Brooklyn. They're definitely deserving and worthy of it. Right. But, you know, because um, of the certain situations, they couldn't end up other places. Um, the, the bag will still be there. But, you know, that championship possibility with uh, Sir Kevin Durant will not. Um, for people like Kyrie Irving going through... Um, a whole vaccine thing right now how do you feel like uh, uh the bag talk will hurt him or probably benefit him by the end of this year so i mean as far as uh well as far as james so when he has a player option so he can sign next year this year whatever he wants to do what whether he stays or not it's kind of a kd situation so we'll see what he ch- decides very to true but Kyrie. um <laughs> Listen, I, I love my son as far as like basketball goes and just like who he With this Kanye West, I'm going to be so different that I don't want to be a distraction, but I'm a distraction person that he is now. I'm not for it. He's turning into Antonio Brown. He's about to mess his money up. I'm just not for it. Now, as long as KD is there, he's going to get re-signed. He's going to be good, whatever, whatever. But stuff like this vaccine stuff, hey, man, I, we, we got to Okay, now Just really quickly Just here's where I'm at with it Let's just say the government is trying to kill you, right? (laughs) They're trying to kill us, right? And uh, we all, all the sheep We just took the vaccine, you know We said, F it, we're gonna, you know, not kill anybody With this contagious disease, we're gonna take the vaccine Like some suckers So the government's idea is to kill all the sheep And just have these leather jacket Fonzie dudes That don't follow the rules around That's the goal, right? 
Right. <laughs> so we're gonna but, kill all the people who will listen to us and keep us in power, but all the people who are just smart enough to not get a vaccine to keep you from getting a disease where over six hundred thousand people have died and none have died from the vaccine. Those are the people we want to run. <laughs> the free and people. I, I love, I love the way that you can articulate your thoughts that way, man. I'm, I completely am in agreement because, <laughs> and in my mentality, I'm like. So you're that different and that free thinking right. that you are above the natural law of things. But this is why Darwinism is always a topic, is it not? Think yeah. about Ali. Sure so, <laughs> there you go. There you go. We were we were, you know, nurtured by the system. You know, we are system babies, as I like to we were given a specific education I was letting my wife know the same thing with that specific education we learned ha 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 how vaccines worked at least I, I did and it was called a little class called biology you know what I mean? like <laughs> and and I think this is the failure of those nice little prep and private schools these athletes got to attend that clearly did not care about their education. Oh, no. Nah. Fields, especially, wherever he went to school, I would not Because this statement just had me weak. Thank you. No, enlighten me. Enlighten me. He's like, so, he was like, I mean, the vaccine doesn't do anything to keep you from, like, going to the hospital. You can still get, you know, COVID. So all you people in here vax, y'all feel safe? You know y'all can still get COVID. And so here's my thing. Polio vaccine, but you can still get polio. There's a flu vaccine, but you can still get I'll polio. I'll leave. I'll leave. We need to relax. That man is a father. I can, own, I can own a jacket, but I still might get wet if I go out in the rain. Like, I'm just confused. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my feet down and say we need to dial it back. That man is a father. <laughs> We're, gonna <dial> it <laughs> We're gonna dial it back. Okay. But but as far as uh just going back to just you know the whole uh Kyrie Brooklyn situation, just their bags in general. I really hope no one like Stephen A always says messes up their bag over trying to make a point or doing something silly. The rules are the rules, man. <laughs> Thank you. I'm in complete agreement. And my whole thing is, uh, I think, you know, when you see numbers like 95% vaccination rate across the association that is basketball, it's kind of, it's kind of like alarming, quite frankly, when you see guys like Beal, uh, Irving, Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, Andrew Wiggins, definitely. That it's like, yo, so y'all really willing to risk y'all bread? like for your ideals which is great because think about it this is this is you know however you slice it this is big muhammad ali talk but they're not fighting the same fight and i think that's what they are failing to see it's kind of upsetting it's kind of upsetting yeah it's like if you had this much integrity you should have went in for politics or something i appreciate Come on. person but you're a basketball player dude your voice means very little if you're not playing basketball i am 100 percent in agreement <laughs> um Going, continuing on with basketball, because clearly there are some people who do not care about the bag. Um, ben Simmons, let's talk about it. He does not care about the bag. He cares more about his self-respect. Right. And I'm assuming at this point, he feels like if he goes back to Philadelphia, he will lose some of that quote-unquote self. Oh, for sure. I mean, the fans have given up on that. Ends are like, oh, you don't want to play for us? Okay, cool. Because you know how to be 
We had Iverson. Who the fuck is Ben Simmons? <laughs> this is this is a fan base that has destroyed the likes of Terrell uh, Terrell Owens. Um, this is the the fan base that has destroyed that of uh, uh, pretty much anything having to do with sports. The Philadelphia Phillies, the Fighters, the Eagles. They are they are all just big town jokes for this city. Basically. Mm. But, oh, but keeping my oh no no but keeping it on topic I, I feel as if um the big picture is being missed about all of this even on Ben Simmons' side this is a playoff team um they have two legit superstars and I don't even like calling Ben a is one Joel is a superstar um, they have, you know, Doc River, in my opinion, is a little tenured in this league and probably needs to be put out to pasture, but he is a championship coach. Oh, yeah, he's, he's Mike Tomlin. <laughs> yeah, I am agreement. He is the Mike Tom- Tomlin of the NBA. And with all that said, this is once again a playoff team. And no one, especially Ben Simmons, has paid attention to that and it's quite it's quite upsetting because this is a team that very well could have beaten your Atlanta Hawks you know could have put up a very good seven game series against the Bucks and who knows who knows you know this is a team that you know barely lost to Toronto when Kawhi uh, was in Toronto mm-hmm. um, I, it's kind of sad to see it kind of turn out this way but right. As as I was hearing about four or five years ago, you trust the process. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you trust the process. <laughs> you trust the process. Um, I hope they figure it out, man. Yeah, uh, for Ben's sake, for the team's sake, for the league's sake, quite frankly, because this, as we know, like anything else in the league, this mm-hmm. trickles into other stuff. You know, and then time is, is still moving. They're getting older every year. So there you go. There you go. Wow, it's just not cute no more. I was one. Uh, I was one of the people who th- always thought they should have just kept Markel and traded Ben. But that's you know that's a way. I was way way far ahead of my time on that one. I probably would have been wrong if they did it. But I always thought Markel and Joel would have been a much better combination than Ben and Joel. I think they should just trade Ben to either Portland or, or Orlando. I'm I'm I was of the same mindset of you. Thank you for bringing up that topic with my boy Markel. Um, he had a rough year. Only played about eight. Um, well, this is a 2020 season. Keep in mind, everyone. Um, but with that, I um, I knew his shot was broken. Uh, I knew that some things needed to be worked on. But once again, I thought this was all about trusting the process, right? Right. And with and with that said, I thought he was definitely a part of said process. Um, I do also feel like that trusting the process, you know, ideology went out the door. That went out the window the minute they felt like they had a couple of hitters. Right. And let me once again state this. Ben Simmons is, in fact, a hitter. How much of a hitter falls on him? Um, because... <clears throat> I'm in agreement with Joel Embiid's comments. When people, when he says things like, I know y'all seen the summer tapes. Y'all seen those videos of Ben in the summer. It's like Hoodie Mellow. We don't want Hoodie Mellow. We want Mellow. We want Ben to be Ben. (laughs) Right. We want Ben to be Ben. And if that means he's a 
elite defender, rebounds like an animal, and, you know, does some of the most gorgeous passing we've seen in the NBA since, you know, quite frankly, what, LeBron James? He's Fine, I'll take, I'll take that. And why people can't accept that is beyond me, or maybe he hasn't accepted within himself. I don't know what it is. I wish I was close to him, because I would be the first one to let him know, are you that guy or are you not that guy? Because if you are that guy, prove that shit. You're 6'10", 6'11", you, you are a speeding train. Prove that shit, man. No, he's he's physically perfect. 6'11", 240, and you can move like a guard? Come on. I, and, and it sounds crazy because, I mean, we're talking about a champion here, but I, I take his body over Giannis's. Thank you. And I think that's the, the real thing we saw of as you pointed out, champion Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, last year. This is a guy who, for better or worse, went through the mud. But he he went through the mud. Yes, yep. yes. And I, I, I don't know. Once again, going back, I wish I was in Ben Simmons's camp to get a real feel for the young man because it could be all mental. This could be mental. We got to remember, this is not just a physical sport. No sport is just physical. This is a mental game as well. And you know. We spoke on it. Philly's a tough place to play. And I hope for his sake, you know, he hasn't that 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 city or that team or the situation he's going through has not broken his mental. Right. And I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna do my best uh Brandon Marshall impersonation. This is it's deeper than that. You know, it's more than that. I know I know as men, we usually don't talk about this for reasonable purposes, but it's it's also like you said, it's physical, it's mental, but it's also an emotional game too. And if you if you aren't feeling it, like if you're just not in it, it's gonna show. One hundred percent. Joel, they never really kind of rocked with each other in a way where Joel can like give him, hey, this is my big man energy, so you can you know you can feel big and you do the things you need to do. I feel like they were always kind of trying to do their own little things, and just emotionally, Joel is like, even though he's not in the best shape, emotionally, mentally, he's in it. You can kind of see the fervor, and when he loses, he cares, he cries. But Ben, I, I just feel like he's thinking about Kylie the whole time. <laughs> he's not, um, oh, we lost, I'm mad, I'm sad, or we won, I'm like, he's just, I never, his face looked the same all the time. <laughs> to correct you on one part, it is Kendall. It is Kendall Jenner, not Kylie. Now everyone knows that Kendall is all for the real basketball players. Shout out to my boy, Devin Booker. <laughs> So I, I got to do my research on my positives. Um, but just keeping it, um, keeping it basketball just for a little bit longer. Um, give me some outlooks for the upcoming season. What are you, um, what are you excited about? What are some things that you're like, uh, I could do without? Let me know. Let me hear them. Right. So obviously, as far as championship goes, I'm watching the Lakers. Everybody wants to say net. I just, you gotta force me to care about the Nets right now. <laughs> so to I'm be honest. As far as my championship team. As far as like my little sleeper team, a team to watch, I, you gotta go Atlanta. They, they okay. did great last year. I think Trey is gonna have an MVP quality type year. And I, you know, their rosters is a bunch of sleepers, a bunch of shooters and a bunch of guys that are gonna need to prove themselves. They wanna get this check. Cause now we got Cam Reddish. We got Kevin uh, Red Velvet Herder. We got, uh-huh. we got Hunter who's the fucking bucket, but no one's gonna know about him. You got Gaffer. Yes, you got, uh, they got another four that's what they got Jalen. Um, I want to say Jalen Johnson, they got in the draft. And they got uh, they got to figure out what they're doing with John Collins. They got uh, Clint Capella. They got this other guy, I want to say Anyeka Okongwu. Yes, they do. 
they got a bunch of fucking dogs. Do they can really do something if they want to do something? Or if we're talking about the bag, and I'm gonna need two or three of those names to really show out so they can secure their spot. Cause I would hate for Cam Reddish to just get cut and just cause he's just, you know, not giving it. Or somebody like Kevin Herter, who's a fucking beast to not, you know, get where he's supposed to get. Cause he's a great shooter and Dwayne Wade gave him the shout out. You got a Dwayne Wade shout out, you need to do something with it. <laughs> I, 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 I love what I just heard. This is real basketball fan talk. Okay, and this is not just, oh, I lived in Atlanta for a while. This is real basketball fan talk. I appreciate that. Um, I'm right there with you with the Lakers. Um, um, When you actually break down that roster of names on paper, this is a great fucking basketball team. Like, and I do mean take away, like, you know, a LeBron James or take away an AD or even a Russ and you look at these names, you're like, ooh, yeah, LeBron did it again. He revamped the whole roster to win a ring. And I'm... It was great. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because I think everyone on that team understands not only their role, but how this league works at this point. And that's also what it takes to win a championship. People think when a couple, uh, like this a grouping of vets get together, like, oh, they're just, you know, talent boosting. Not at all. These are gentlemen who understand the game and understand this league. Best believe I expect this these guys to get all the foul calls moving throughout this league. And that's because they know how to get a good foul. They know how to get a foul called on them. Um, my sleeper, as much as I want to shout out um, my New York Knicks. Um, yeah, go ahead and say it. Not at all. Not at all. As much as I want to shout them out, I think they will be a decent team. I've got to go with the Chicago Bulls, sir. I, I, I am impressed. I have not seen this fine of a tuning of a squad in quite some time. And to see oh, yeah. how they... They really pulled it together. I'm like, whoa. James Harden likes to talk. James Harden likes to talk scary hours. This is real scary hours. This is <laughs> this is comparable to what you were stating about your Atlanta Hawks. This is young. This is hungry. These are dogs. These are dogs. And quite frankly, I feel like everyone on that team has something to prove. I feel. Real quick, um, go ahead and bring in our uh, second couch bucket crew person. Just split up in here. We got Coop. Coop, Coop. I think we got Coop. <laughs> well, maybe he'll be back cool. in a second. I'm about to say, he's in. Oh, just went out. He might come back. He might just keep traveling, so. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, anything else in the sports world you excited about outside of the association? Let me hear it. So outside, thank you again, like so so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, that was just part one with me and my boy Joel. Be ready for part two coming out tomorrow. Now I ain't gonna tell you who's on it. Now I ain't gonna tell you what it's about. Just know it's the Couch Buckets crew. We talking sports, all that. You're.